You are now listening to High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff too. Now let's join our hosts Q and J as they broadcast live from the writer's room. The show starts in one... You and wrestling. I <laughs> know, but then I did beat you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alright, let's get into this. I'm Q, and this is J. I'm J. And this is A. And today we're going to be doing a high five take three review on My Little Pony. Ah! <laughs> so, how did the overall like, think or think of the movie? For me, it was really good, but there were some parts that I definitely did not understand at all. Like, which ones? So, in this day and age, what day and age is it? I'm very confused about the timeline. It is Saturday, <laughs> October 14th, 2017. No. In My Little Pony. Oh, well then. 1983. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's a very random time. But um, so what? So so what was your opinion of the movie? It was pretty good. Like there are some like I I liked all of it, but like there's some parts like you said that I did not understand. Kind of like how they so how the hippogriffs, the pony, the pony eagle things, um how. They just held a pearl, and then they turned into, like, a mermaid. Well, it's because it's the magic of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Okay, so, um, I can explain this. Okay, so, <laughs> it was it was the magic of friendship that turned them into mermaids. No, it was a stupid pearl. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the weirdest part for you? That you the, so the weirdest part was how when okay so when they captured Twilight she was in that thing like the cage thing and it was circle and then they passed through a rectangle like at, when they it was going up and it just passed through a rectangle that made no sense because that was impossible. Okay, a <laughs> what did you think about it? Very interesting. Okay, so um. I completely agree with you, 100%. <laughs> All right, I think it's time to high five. High five. <laughs> Should we high five? High five. High five. High five. High five. High five, son. Woo! High five. Don't let me hang it. I like the first part of our conversation a lot. I but, you know, A, I think you need to speak up a little bit more. Right. Yeah, I was a little drowned out. 
Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so we're talking about My Little Pony, the movie. Yeah. Which may for well, some... we're continuing to yes, talk about them. Which may for some feel like a, a a weird addition to the podcast right. you know, curriculum. But, I mean, A, do you want to explain why we're talking about My Little Pony, the movie today? Yeah, why are we? Why did we see this movie? Why Why did we see this movie? Why, saw, why did we see I want to know why. Oh, Give okay, me answers. Okay, okay. We saw this movie because I wanted to see it, okay? Okay. Yeah. I really, 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 really wanted to fulfill a childhood dream and see this movie in and the theater. And that's it. why we did this. You did it with the best people on earth. I did. It was, well, hashtag humblebrack. <laughs> but, okay, that's actually leads me into a point I do want to talk about. Okay. You say we watched it with the best people on earth. Yeah. The people we watched it with almost ruined it for me. Yeah. Because of those people behind us. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. Because we were in what? Well, it was one of those dine-in theaters. Yeah. Which was amazing. Which, to its credit, I was, I was more impressed with than I thought it was going to be. Totally, 100%. Yes. But those people behind us. You almost stood up and yelled at him. I Q. did. I kept leaning over to you and I was like, I'm going to tell these fucking people <laughs> to get their fucking kids out of this theater. Out of my little pony. I just realized that I was getting hype over people, over children talking at my little pony. I was like, you shut up. I am trying to pay attention to the storyline. Well, in fairness, it was like nine o'clock on a Friday night. Like there should not have been two, two year olds in that theater. To that argument, we were at my little pony. <laughs> at nine o'clock on, on a Friday night. On a Friday night. Okay. There should have probably been only children in that theater. <laughs> and there should have been police looking at us very suspiciously. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, my point is is not even that it wasn't just the kids. This family of I think 80 people. Yeah. And they did, 82, I counted. They did every movie no-no in the book. Sure. Like they talked super loud to the at waitress. Just, they just at this at normal speaking volume. Yeah. They just spoke like we are just standing in our living room talking, right. no problem. I, I was convinced he was on the phone at one point because he was talking to no one. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I know. I thought he took a phone call too. I was like, why? I figured it out. And this is going to be, I think I figured it out. He, the the family, not that this is any sort of issue for the High Five crew, the family was foreign. And I, I think I figured and noticed at one point, I think he might have actually been translating the movie. For his kids? For his kids. Oh. I think at one point because he would he would say he would like repeat something back that a character said and then it sounded like he said it in a different language. Oh, so I I then kind of felt bad because I was like, oh well, maybe he's just like he is the translation service for his. If that's kid. the case, then I'm accept I accept that. But I still yeah. do not like that the kids stood half the movie behind A and like batting down on the back yes, of the glass. for sure. And then I oh, also yeah. didn't like that they had a one and a half year old infant was who was screaming scr- bloody murder <laughs> behind you and me. Yeah, that's true. So that is a fact. First part, But they did order a veggie burger and I would, I would like to know <laughs> if that how was that good. was. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean... The the ice cream thing that we had was pretty good. The way they slurped it sounded it sounded delicious. It sounded very good. It sounded almost as colorful and delicious as this movie. Yeah. The, oh, uh-huh. nice segue. I yeah, see what you, you did there. You see what I did. Mm-hmm. So okay, we talked about the movie going experience a little bit. Yes. But you know, overall thoughts on the movie are going to be mixed. I mm. think because that's an interesting take three review. I mean, we have A here who has watched the show, loves the movie. You've got me. What who, is a female brony? Just a pony, I think. I, I don't know. I'm not into any Are you that. a pony? No, I don't know. So you're a pony? I guess. Yeah. I, Bullshit, you're not into that. I don't go in. Like, I saw you wearing your ears to the movie theater last night. Your ponytail and your rainbow dash mane. 
That's that's right. I know. I saw it. No, that yep, doesn't exist. You did. That nope. does exist. She totally cosplayed. Listen, the movie. Uh, listen, audience. Whatever. It happened. Nope. I saw it. The the eighty three family members behind us saw it. Just Everybody in the media. theater saw it. <laughs> fake fake media. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. <clears throat> it's true though. But anyway, so <laughs> it's one hundred percent true. So I guess we have to. We should go around and give overall impressions with the movie. Okay, like, we let's kinda, start with we, you. Okay, I I was a little disappointed. You've seen it, right? You've seen the show. So I've seen a little the show. Bit. Uh, I've seen at least like a, a good handful of episodes. I would say I'm okay. nowhere. I don't hate the show. I sure. honestly, there are parts of it I really enjoy. Like make a lot of pop culture references. The humor, a lot of time, is very tongue in cheek and self aware. Right. And I like that aspect of it. I like when things that I watch with our daughter, I can I can sink into and and get some enjoyment out of. Right. And I expected a lot of that from the movie. Um, it was pretty close to what I expected, like tone and happiness and on the noseness wise, because it's it's for that age group. Right. You know, it's yeah. not, You don't want a lot of subtlety. Totally. I just kind of wanted more self awareness and sardonic humor. Um, and there were bits and parts of it that kept me like giggling and chuckling at different parts throughout it. Mm-hmm. Overall, it was kind of middle of the road for me. I didn't not enjoy the experience of going. I liked, there are a couple episodes of the show I like better. Well, that's because you saw it with us and friendship is magic. Friendship is magic. <laughs> a? But yeah, there were, I liked it fine. So as a, as a middle of the road fan, somebody who's like, yeah, I've enjoyed that show. And yeah. somebody who's also like, I'm not like a huge fan of it. You thought you felt pretty much the same way about the movie. You're like, I, I mean, it was it was pretty good. Like, I didn't hate watching it. Yeah. And but it also wasn't like mind blowingly awesome. Right. A, this is fulfilling like a fantasy, like you said, for you, a childhood fantasy. Like you wanted to see a big screen My Little Pony movie. Mm-hmm. You've done it now. I have. <clears throat> How do you feel about it? Um, bucket feel, list deserved. Yeah. Like I bucket list I desserts. Feel, you know, I feel complete. Really? Um, I just, it, it was magical. For was me. it? And every you know, pony can feel that from you. Absolutely. I can. Every, every brony can, too. Every pony can. Okay. But seriously, I even mean, pepperonis, <laughs> just I, um, things ending at macaronis and steakaronis, just onis, <laughs> <laughs> lots of onis. All right. <clears throat> okay. But I mean, seriously, I mean, Shones? yeah, I do. <laughs> Did you watch the Tonys? <laughs> I think that's. I it. like that movie, Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> I like the man, Tony, Tony, Tone. <laughs> right. So sorry. Eh? I'm sorry. Yes. No, it's okay. I'll wait. No, we're gonna let you finish. <laughs> Are you sure? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So this show or this movie, uh, it was good. I mean, uh, I do watch the My Little Pony show, and um, I enjoy it very much. I do feel like. I was a little disappointed by the fact that they didn't bring in, you know, kind of that tongue-in-cheekness from the TV mm-hmm. show. Um, it just felt very kind of zoned in on the one storyline, whereas in the show, you know, yeah, you have, like, your main point to each show, but there's all these, like, different things that are going on at the same time. It's a lot more meta and It just kind humor. of ties together in, like, usually a really funny way. Um, so they didn't really do that. And there were a lot of characters missing from the movie that are usually in the show. That um, I guess I was a little disappointed by that, but I mean overall, I really enjoyed it. It was an adorable movie. It had a lot of funny points. Um, Will you be buying it on Blu-ray? Mm, maybe. Depends <laughs> on the special features. 
Will you be watching the unrated director's cut? Oh, that's weird. The inevitable unrated director's right. cut. Right. Well, that that one has the scene that where it's there's a crossover with Brokeback Mountain. Right. And it was just it was beautiful. Some people argue artistic. <laughs> I argue autistic. That's weird. <laughs> but well, well, Q, where do you land? We have right. middle of the road. We have really enjoyed it. All right, here's the deal. So I have never seen this show, so I didn't know what to expect. So unfortunately, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay this out there. I think you guys might have ruined it for me. Why? Oh no! Because we told you we you hyped told it me all little... of the great things from the show, and this movie really didn't have didn't any of it those things. Yeah. So the things that mildly disappointed us really disappointed you because that's you... all I was going in. Well, for. damn! You know what I'm I mean? I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. It's totally fine because I think it's actually a very accurate representation of an outsider trying to see this movie. I didn't know what to expect. Um. I probably would have fallen on the side of like maudlin like yeah this is a good kids movie and like this is cute and whatever had I not had some sort of expectation of like I was looking hard for like in jokes and you know and we caught a couple we did catch a few but it wasn't nearly as many that I had thought and also like I watched that brony documentary oh oh yeah I watched that yeah isn't that what got you started watching the show no, I watched like the first or and second season of the show just offhandedly, and then I saw this documentary about these bronies, which blew my mind. And see, that's and what then, got me interested. Like, yeah. that's that was literally, other than talking with you guys, that was all I knew about the show. And so that documentary made it seem cool. Like, it made it seem like this edgy, like. Mm-hmm. Show that was like almost disguising itself as a kid show. I mean, but it's not like Adventure kind of... Time or or Gravity Falls, <clears throat> no, it's not no. To but that it's level. on the other side of that middle spectrum, right? Where it's it's almost playing. It's it it almost is meta in the sense that it's like, yes, this is a legitimate, straightforward kid show, but also right this other thing. We'll see. Yeah, because you have like regular show that is an adult show wrapped in a kids theme body, right. and then on the other side of this grayscale spectrum, you have. My Little Ponies, which is a kid show wrapped with subtle adult things. things. Like one thing I did notice and I leaned over to you <clears throat> during the movie was you had a um, a Jules and um, Vincent from, from Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Did you catch that one, Amanda? The bodyguards for yeah. Sia's yeah. character, Songbird. Um, and I was, and, but they didn't, they didn't have to talk like them. I mean, it was just dressed like them. Yeah. Like the Vincent one had a ponytail, the long black ponytail. That, and the other one had the Afro. The Afro and, and he had like the little like mutton chop yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's pretty funny. And then even their cutie marks were resembling it. It was like, it, it was wallet, like, yeah. 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 And I was like, this is funny. Like yeah. that's clever. And I was expecting a lot more of that. And that was early on mm-hmm. too. So it, it gave you the impression that totally. we would get a lot I was more like, of those. All right, cool. Like I'm into it. As the movie progressed, and I don't know, you guys can speak because I haven't seen any of this show, and you guys can tell me if this is accurate or not, but, like, the show, or the movie, and you kind of mentioned it when you were talking about what you thought about it, the the movie really focused on, like, five ponies, mm-hmm. none of which I really got to know during the course of this movie at all. Like, yeah, it helps if you watch the show because you already know them. Right. So, I'm wondering is, like, is this movie, you know how sometimes they'll make movies and it's like it'll kind of give you an introduction to all of the characters in the world. This movie is really hard to go into if you haven't seen anything. Cause it yeah. basically, they don't explain who the princesses are or why these things have powers or where this comes. I don't even know what Equestria is. And they kept mm-hmm. saying it like I did. And like, so for me, that's a, that's an inherent problem for a movie like this 
because while you don't want to talk down to your fans, you also have to make a movie somewhat accessible. And I feel like for somebody like me or even other kids that may have not seen this, they couldn't just pick this up and be like, I'm into this world because they're like, I don't know what's going I don't know who these people are. Like right. we went on one adventure. Is the Storm King a normal villain? Or is no, he I think just he was for this? A new one. He was a new one for this movie. Because don't yeah. they have like cool established villains? Well, they do, yeah, but they a have... lot of times they'll be like a big bad for a season. Or yeah, you'll have the... a big bad. Well, that's what they'll do. They, um, they'll have like a big bad enemy that kind of goes throughout the entire season. But then they'll also kind of feature tinier enemies like throughout the season. Right. Like. Because I also didn't understand what was the point of the Storm King. Like, who was he? Like, what? he's just taking. He was just a guy taking over. But I think that's what confused world. me too. Is like he's like he a Napoleon guy. But you got no like where? How long has he been doing this for? Like you know what I mean? Like a suddenly it was just like everybody show, knows who the like, Storm King is, and it's like, do we though? <laughs> I mean, that was one thing that was disappointing for the movie for me is because you know, like I said, you'll have your big bad in each season, you know, and ultimately their goal is to come in and take over and rule Equestria. I mean, that's right. just always the and goal. Equestria is just. The area, it's like the continent that they live on. Yeah, it's, It'd be like middle, Asia. it's all of Middle Earth, or it's all gotcha. of um, Westeros, or whatever. Yeah. It's just a huge map. It's basically Nashville. Game of Thrones, yeah. <laughs> Game of Thrones is actually a good reference point map-wise for this, and they've done a Game of Thrones opening spoof, <laughs> yeah, showing all funny. the, because there's Equestria, and then there's like those pirate lands, and then there's the Badlands. But see, that upsets me, because that I would have liked to see that in the movie. Like, that would have yeah. hooked me in. If they opened with like a Game of Thrones style, like, yeah. I would have been like, I'm and, so into this. And that's the sort of stuff that the show does, <laughs> which is time. why I said I was a little disappointed in this. Because yeah. with it being a big motion picture, yeah, really I expected I expected every element to be enhanced. Like so and this is gonna be a weird example, but like the SpongeBob out of water movie. Yeah. You know, it feels like a SpongeBob episode. It the animation is heightened, the actors are funnier, the jokes are better, and they you know, they add elements at the end with like the three D and the people and then the Antonio Banderas. And they heighten every element of it. Right. This one, the cute factor of the we all love each other and friendship is the answer was definitely heightened and made very vocal. The voice actors did a really good job and they got some big names. Let's talk about that, though, real quick. Not to interrupt you, but since you brought it up, it's a perfect segue. So when we left the movie last night, you were asking me, you were like, can you? You You're like, at one point you said, I will give you a thousand (laughs) dollars if you can tell me who like the storm king was right and the truth is none of these voices were memorable to me except for the ponies the ponies were fine yeah. like i recognized well, uh is it's it old EG, hat eg daily in there mm-hmm. um and so i recognized a couple of the voices but the celebrity voices who are big name celebrities and you know i'm gonna say this again i kind of hinted at it last night <clears throat> They're not voice actors, so their voices are just normal voices. And so for me, there was nothing stand out about like you didn't get a voice that's like a Justin Long, who's right. like you listen to his voice and you're like, that's Justin Long, like yeah, I know right. who that is, or a Matthew McConaughey, or right. somebody who has a very distinct tone. They deliberately went with actors who have just like very normal, very recognizable yeah. faces, very normal well, voices. Yeah. And I wonder. You know, you the way you frame that is almost a critique, but I wonder if that's what they wanted. I wonder if they wanted to bring people in that could f- feel natural in this world as just these people without drawing attention to the fact that they're celebrities. Because, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, how many 8 to 14-year-olds are going to know who Leif Schreiber is? Yeah. 
Well, then go with go with get go, JoJo Siwa on there. <laughs> That's literally wow. the only person I know who is like. Well, and at one tweet. point there is a uh, the character that Michael Pena plays, who I said it sounds like Michael Pena doing a John Leguizamo. And I impression. said he sound. I thought it was Josh Gad. Well, and that would have been smart because Josh Gad is Olaf in Frozen, totally, which would be an immediate like connection to something positive for people. I will say, you know what movie had a better voice cast? That that weird Three Wise Men movie. That they played oh the trailer God. for before that this movie. That looks like such crap. It, it did but with it like Keegan Michael Key and Tracy Morgan. It's like Tracy Morgan, Keegan <laughs> Michael Key. I was like, yeah, get that. Throw me a Kristen Shaw. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, give me, give me something. Like, she does kid shows. Yeah, totally. I'd be, I would be one hundred percent on board. Now, can I ask? Speaking of big name voice actors, and to you saying that, like, maybe they wanted to get more low key people. Is Sia on the show? Yes. Yes, she is a character on the show. Okay, so it's not like she was just in it for Mm-mm. the movie. No. Okay, because I was like, that was another one that's like, <laughs> they went the whole, like, ten yards on that one. They were like, no, we want it to look like, like Sia. Sia. It's going to sound like Her Sia. Her songs does, are going to be Sia yeah, songs. she does special spots, like, throughout the show. Like, she's, like, a big pop star. And she's her... songboard. Songbird. Yes. Yeah. Songboard. Here, that's how I felt during the movie. Songboard. Here's what I can tell you about pretty much everything that happens in the movie up until the the airship comes down and they get attacked, uh-huh. every single thing was are, are old established characters. So, and everything after that, everyone we meet, everything that happens are is completely new. new. Okay, so like that pirate village never been in the show that right. I know yeah. of. They've never gone to see the hippogriffs, which that I know of. Mm-mm. All of that was brand brand new. new. So I will say this. So real quick, just for a rundown, so people who are listening to this know the basic, basic, basic plotline from what I understood. Was you there's a princess celebration happening at the beginning of the movie? Friendship, friendship celebration. Yeah. Put princess on princess Twilight's the, friendship, friendship celebration. celebration. Uh, they the celebration gets attacked by minions of the Storm King. Yes, because they are looking to take a all the take magic from the magic. Princesses. Okay, to yes. take to take undefined magic. <clears throat> well, basically, no, it is defined. This yeah. Each princess. In the movie, it is not defined. Right, but this comes so back to are, the whole, you need to have watched the show to understand those details. But that's my point, that that is kind of ridiculous to do for a kid's show. Because, especially a kid's show that's aimed at a kid's show, you cannot expect, that you need to like push your point across. If it were a regular show show, and they're like, all these people, they've watched this shit hundreds okay, of times. Okay, but to be fair, that they kind of did, because when Princess Twilight was talking about what she wanted the other princesses to do for her party, mm-hmm. she was talking about how Princess Celestia controls the sun, and Princess Luna controls the moon, and Princess right. uh, Cadence, you know, it's she protect, controls... His protection. Crystal but they were Lake. just like, we're gonna have this magic So now. that kind of hinted at, like, what they can That's do. That's fine. Okay, so, comes in, steal the magic. Yeah. Okay. Because he was basically... An, an evil army leader, but he wanted to really be able to control the weather as he claimed, and he couldn't. So then the princesses get captured in stone. In amber. Then... I don't think it was amber. I know. Uh, then... Amber pony. The ponies have to go to get the hippogriffs mm-hmm. to help them. The queen of the hippogriffs. The queen of the hippogriffs, because she has the power to like stop what's happening, Yes, is what I gathered. Well, they believed she did. Then the journey, or the then the the kind of that's the MacGuffin. Yes. So they're having to get to the hippogriff queen. Yeah. And the rest of the movie is just them kind of on the journey, and along the way they run into that cat capper mm-hmm. in that like bad people city, and then yeah, the Diagon Alley. Right. And then they go 
to they land up on board an air pirate ship, yeah. a sky pirate ship, mm-hmm. and make friends. And then in the bad city, they made Pony friends. Pony AE. And then uh, I was thinking, uh, what was that <clears throat> planet? Treasure planet? Treasure planet, yeah. <laughs> Treasure pony planet. Uh-huh. Um, and then lastly, they go... Now, this was confusing. They go to the underwater world of the hippogriff people, and they're actually mermaids, but they're also kind of hippogriffs. So, okay. No, they were hippogriffs, and then they turned into the mermaid ponies. I don't think they ever established what they were officially they called. Which. To hide from the Storm King. Right. Storm King can't go under. They can't breathe underwater. <clears throat> right. So he, like, came in and destroyed their village and captured somebody. To capture and, the queen. And so instead of fighting him. The queen ran away. Basically. And they became and the power ponies. Of that pearl. Yeah. I think he wanted the power of that pearl. Yeah, he did. He's he's going after magic. Got it. But huge missed opportunity. No, not even once did they make a seahorse joke. No, <laughs> not once. But that's what I'm saying. There's weird, like obvious jokes that they could have done. Also, so are there always other animals? What do you mean? Yes, like with a cat. Yeah, there's like yeah, there's tons of other creatures. What's where's what's the land that the yaks are from? Yak Yakistan. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. See, that's funny. But they and, didn't have anything like that. And they're this. like, what, really stoic? They just don't yeah, like humor Yeah, they're really dry. They don't like anything. But that's... they become best friends with, like, Pinkie Pie, and she becomes, like, an official yak-yaki, and it's really hilarious. <laughs> See, that's funny. Like, yeah. that kind of stuff is funny. So, so that all happens. Yes. Here's what I'm thinking. <clears throat> was this... I wonder if this movie was written by the writing team that writes the show. Possibly. Because... It kind of feels like this should have been a season of the TV show, and they condensed it so hard to fit it into an hour and a half runtime that they dropped a lot of like things that jokes that they could have put in throughout spreading it over a whatever amount of episode season. Like they could have spent more time in that crazy land, and they could have spent more time on the bo- on board the pirate ship and given them backstories and like. I feel like it was written like a TV series, so they outlined an entire season, and then they went, okay, but now we need to put this whole season back into an hour and a half. Like, they wrote it out like it was an entire season, and they crammed it back in, Mm -hmm. and it lost a lot of, like, the jokes that you guys were talking about, or the, like, funny offside storylines or whatever. Right. That's what it felt like to me, and I'm wondering if that kind of makes sense, maybe, like... Maybe they had a whole season. They're like, this is going to be our next season. They're like, you know what? We got an opportunity to make a movie. Let's just take this season and make it into the movie. I mean, it's possible. What I would say is, it to me, it felt more, and A, I would love your thought on this. To me, it felt more like an extended version of like the last two or three episodes of a season. Because almost, from what I can tell, almost every season ends with like a two or three to-be-continued style story yeah, every story season ends with, with a, a, the big bad with a big yeah like the big bad battle it's always a two-parter at the end of every season so it almost feels like they <clears throat> had that idea and then tried to elongate it that's possible and it was i mean elongated and do what q said is like stuff in things that probably people they would have met throughout the season into it right that's kind of the the impression I got from it. And honestly, a lot of these types of movies, I mean, I know when Family Guy put out their movie, it was just basically three episodes back to back to back that loosely tied together. That's what a lot of these kids shows will do. Right. And this didn't, I did appreciate that this wasn't that, that this did have a singular through line and there were just kind of set pieces like you would expect. Right. That I did appreciate that. But I don't know, like, I really think my biggest problem with it 
was the lack of self-awareness, the lack of that sarcastic humor that they have very prevalent in the show. And I, I feel like it was just a decision from the studio to be like, this needs to have as wide appeal as possible. The show can be tongue in cheek and goofy, but we want to get as many people to the theater with this and maybe get some, well, that doesn't really go across, you know, with your point Q is to get some new people interested in it. They would have needed more establishing stuff, I think. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, uh, as a, <clears throat> so let's, I, cause I feel like we're kind of getting to the point where we can offer like our overall opinion on the movie. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to put it this way as a movie for someone who is not already a fan of the show. It's terrible for someone who is maybe a fan of the show. It's good. But as someone who doesn't know the show and has only had peripheral concepts of what the show may be, it is a very large disappointment. Right. Okay. So how I'm many... not saying it's a bad. No, I am saying it's a bad movie. What it's a bad of... movie unless you're a fan. What okay. What kind of rate? What rating would you give it? I would give it um, like a one and a half booty marks. <laughs> booty hey. booty cutie marks. You give your final thoughts and a, and a rating. <laughs> Um, I think I probably have to give it um, a three. A three? Out a three. of? Five. What? Bo- booty, cutie marks? Booty, <laughs> booty cutie marks? No. I mean, I mean, I think a three is fair. I mean, it, it was really good. It was really enjoyable for me. But, I mean, as we've discussed, it was not as good as what the show can be. Right. Um, you know, so... I think that's I think that's fair. Okay. All right. Three. Jay? So for me, I'm gonna give it um, two point seven five old cupcakes out of five. Why well, you gotta be different? Smile. Give it a booty, a booty two, mark, okay. or a cutie mark. Two and a, a two point seven five booty marks. <laughs> yeah, it went with booty marks. So. The only one with a cutie mark, eh? Well, they're on their booties, <laughs> so it's funny. A booty cutie mark. A so, cutie booty mark. But now, one okay, thing but, I do want to do before we wrap up. Yeah. A, a this was. This was a vehicle you were very excited. You wanted to do this. We wanted to go with you. Is there anything we haven't talked about on the show? Do you want to give like your final wrap up? This this should be a, an a centric episode. Oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, uh, did we not touch on anything that you wanted to touch on? I don't know. I guess. What did everybody think of Emily Blunt as the bad guy? I thought she did a great job. I, I know really it was Emily liked Blunt. her yeah. character. I really liked her character. I thought it was very interesting. Now, I'll be, I'll I thought up. that they could have hashed her out a little bit more. Like her backstory was fine. Could have given me a little bit more detail about that. Um, also, at the end, like, um, I, I kind of almost felt like all the princesses could have come together and fixed her horn in some magical way. They the fact didn't. that they didn't was, I, kinda, I guess, a little disappointing. But I, I kind of liked that it was broke. That was kind of a cool touch. You know, comes back around to, you know, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that was good. But, I mean, I don't know. You guys told me you had so many questions for me. So. I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I asked you. I did ask questions, like, throughout this well, episode. One of the questions I asked you last night was, where were they? Because the town that the show takes place in is not the city on the hill that the that Canterlot is what it's called. Canterlot, yeah. I haven't seen episodes with Canterlot, so I had no idea where the city on the hill was. And so that was one thing I asked Gay on the way home. I was like, "Where yes. the fuck were they?" She's like, "Oh, with Canterlot." I was like, "Oh, okay." Yes. Because most of the show takes place in like a village huh. with Princess Ponyville. Twilight, yeah, Ponyville that has a castle that 
Twilight lives in. Twilight lives in Ponyville. This is this is only continuing my point. Princess Celestia and Princess Luna live in Canterlot, and Princess Cadence lives in the Crystal Kingdom. They didn't use any of the normal things that were in the TV show. They're like, let's do all of the things that we haven't done in the TV show. Well, here's 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 something that I think, and and a I'll like you to verify this, but here's a joke that they I feel like would have used in the show that they didn't use in the movie, and they could have. So very into the movie. Emily Blunt's bad guy character, spoiler alert, is turns good and she realizes the magic of friendship and whatever. And she's going to stay with them. The show would have done something to the effect of that they asked her to stay and she would have said something along the lines of, no, I'm way too famous to be on this show. Like that. That would have been hilarious. That type of joke and would be in the show. That would be in the show. Right. With Emily Blunt saying, no, no, thank you, but I'm way too famous to stay on the show. Like that would have been in the show and it was a missed opportunity but for see, the movie. You're, you guys are just making me, making me hate the movie more. I'm dropping it to half a cutie mark because it's very disappointing to me that all of these cool things that could have been in this movie mm-hmm. were not in this movie. Right. Like so, we got close to it. Like there's one. You should was, probably stop because yeah. literally by the end of this, I'm gonna be like, I I hate yeah. this movie. No, Burn it with fire. It. It's but just, it's adorable. Here's what I'll say. Like there was one element in the movie that I was like, oh, that would that would be cool if we got more of that. Remember when they're separated at the end, and then the cat comes back, and Capra's like, I'll help you, and then the pirates come down, and they're like, we'll help you, and then the dragon pops up. He's like, all right, did we make any more friends along the way? Yeah, that type of thing. Like that, I was like, ah, there, there it was a little bit. Like there, there it kind of was. Yeah, that was funny. Like a little, hey, we know that this is a structure. We know this is a format. Right, right, right. Like I was like, oh, it's in there, and that's what started to make me disappointed. <laughs> hey, you remember how we've had this conversation where you're like, I think I hate things more when they could have been good and they weren't. This is one of those situations for me. So and you, so you now you you understand that feeling like yeah, tangibly. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted it to be better. I know many people who like it. A, I know you love it. I love it. Jay, I know you're a brony, full-fledged. I don't know about that. Um, amateur status, probably. Right. Uh, but I would say I'm a lukewarm brony. <laughs> okay, but... Let, a reheated let, brony? Let me pause for a second. Let me pause for a second, because this is an okay. important question in the world of My Little Pony Lovers. Okay. Who is... Jay, who is your favorite pony? Of the core It ponies? doesn't matter. It could be anybody. That's That's... What I, this is? Any pony can be your favorite from pony. the movie. Has to be sure, from the movie. Let's do from the okay, movie. from the from movie. Because I don't your know anybody favorite else. Pony? My favorite pony from the movie. Like, who do you identify with? Like, you uh, would wear their T-shirt. Oh, I'm probably Rainbow Dash. All right. I like I like her uh, her uh, proliferation for speed and her her sarcastic humor. Uh huh. Okay. You. Who is your favorite pony? Which was the really excitable pink one? Pinkie, Pinkie. Pie. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> Pinkie Pie. She was the funniest part of this movie. She's hilarious because she wants to be shot out of show. a cannon. She wants to be friends with She's everybody. Crazy. When she finds out uh, Heart uh, Tempest's real name, she yeah. goes, "Isn't that anime wide eye yeah. stare?" So I would say Pinkie Pie is definitely my favorite out of the whole movie. That's an interesting choice. All right. Okay. And you? Oh, my favorite pony is definitely Rainbow Dash. Always has been. Yeah. yeah, from the very beginning, and Rainbow I like Dash I fan. like Rainbow Dash's color scheme. I like that she's blue because that's my favorite color. She's got the you know the rainbow things, and she's stupid and does the she the, is not stupid. She does the rain boom when they're hiding. Yeah, she should. That was stupid. That. The nuclear. I mean, it was cool looking. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. badass. She can do it. Sure. 
And she, you should want to show that off. So since we know who, but that's our, typical Rainbow Dash. She always shows off, and then it gets her in trouble. That's why I'm saying she's my favorite character. So since, hey, maybe we could do like a TV episode down the road, and we can actually watch. Well, we could do an episode or we two. We could have a on a on a list episode to do the top five episodes, and we could have you watch some of those top five. Uh, episodes. I could write that down for you. Yeah, that'd be cool. You guys, no, you guys could just do an episode, and I'll just watch them and then offer my opinion. <laughs> or top five. Ooh, that could be a fun other stuff too. Is a picks out five of the best episodes, we'll watch and them. we watch them all together. Together and then talk about My yeah. Little Pony TV versus the movie. I'm down with that. Ooh. Other stuff too. My Little Pony TV versus the movie. Coming yes. soon. Coming soon. So here's the deal. Now that we've reached the end of this episode, we've all talked about who we how we felt about the movie. We've all discussed who what pony we we identify with, and whether or not we like the movie. I think we can all agree on one thing, and that is friendship, friendship is, is magic. magic. Yes. My little pony. My little pony. What is friendship all about? My little pony, my little pony, friendship is mad. All right, high five the fans. That brings us to the end of this episode. And as always, I'm Q. And I'm Jay. And we appreciate you listening to this episode. Now, if you'd like to reach out to us, please do via our plethora of contact options. Now, you think, why would I reach out? So if you have movies that we didn't mention in this list, if you have other lists that you want us to do, or you just want to tell us about some of your favorite movies that we may have not have talked about so far on the show, um, you can do that by emailing us directly at my5 at highfivethepodcast.com or uh, message us on Facebook. You can find us at uh, Facebook, High Five the Podcast. Or you can go online to our website, www.highfivethepodcast.com, all letters, no numbers. Or, as always, you can tweet at us on the tweeter, at high5thepodcast. We're on Instagram uh, as the same, right? At, yep, high5thepodcast. And then we're also on Letterboxd, where you can see a lot of these lists. So that's Letterboxd without the E before the D. Um, and then, and no, so No E, yeah. only D. And yeah, it's great. That's not sexual, but sounds like it could sounds be sexual. Like it could be dirty. Um, so we have all of our lists up there. Interact with us on any of those places. And as always, if you like the show, feel free to leave us a comment or give us a rating on wherever the, wherever you listen. It really helps the show get out, and we really appreciate it. Totally. So go do it. Go make us happy, and let's watch some movies together. Mm, movies.